0: Good morning. Welcome to Flat Springs Baptist Church. It's so good to see all of you here this morning. Uh, If you are visiting with us for the first time, we want to say a special welcome to you. We're glad that you're here. Um, We do have visitors cards in the pew in front of you. If you'd like to take one uh, and fill it out, you will just drop it in the offering plate when it comes by. And we'd love just to get to know you a little bit better. Um, I do have several announcements to share with you all this morning. Uh, First, youth group, we will be pushing our meeting up to 3.30 this afternoon. Uh, We're trying to avoid uh, some bad weather that may be coming in and don't want you guys driving out on the roads and all that kind of stuff. So, 3.30 youth group will meet upstairs in the youth room. Um, You will notice in your bulletin there is a little blurb about Maple View Farm. Um, That is an outing that we're going to be taking as a church. Anyone is welcome to come and participate with us. Um, We will be going to Maple View Farm uh, to be participating in a tour of the farm. They're going to be telling us a little bit about how um, they make some of their dairy products. And then we get to see some animals. Um, So if that's something that interests you, uh, you can sign up. There's a sign-up sheet in the atrium. Cost is $5 per person, and we also will uh, be partaking in some ice cream at their store. So, if that's something that interests you, just know that that sign up sheet is out there in the atrium. Um, You will notice, if you have not already, that the bulletin board across from the office uh, has now been taken over by the 410 project. Um, We want to make sure that you understand as much as you can about. Um, What the 410 project is about, what you can sign up to help with, Um, there's a sign-up sheet for all kinds of things, but uh, two things that I would just highlight for you, Uh, we are ordering t-shirts, so if that is something that you would like to get for the 410 project, there's a sign-up sheet out there, and there's also a sign-up sheet for the salamanders game. Um, That is something we will be taking part in uh, Friday night during the 410 Project. Um, They're having a Faith and Families night, and everyone is welcome (laughs) to come, but we do need you to sign up on the sign-up sheet, and it has explanations on there for everything. Um, If you're still not sure what exactly is the 410 Project, um, I'm going to be standing out there by the bulletin board after church, so if you have a question, feel free to come by and talk to me. I'll be glad to answer any questions that you may have about it. Also, um, there will be a prayer service for the 410 Project on Sunday, April the 28th at 6.30 p.m. We will meet in here in the sanctuary, um, and that is a church-wide prayer service for the 410 Project. Everyone is invited to attend. I'd also like to just highlight for you our schedule that is coming up for the coming week. Uh, please note, we will not be having Wednesday night activities this week, so do not show up. Nobody will be here. Um, Monday Thursday service will take place this Thursday at 6.30 in here in the sanctuary. Uh, we'll have our Easter egg hunt and pancake breakfast at on Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, everyone is welcome to come and join us for that. And then next Sunday, of course, our schedule will be very different as well. We'll have our sunrise service at 645, breakfast at 715, Sunday school at 8, and then worship at 915. Um, also, would like to remind you that sign up for breakfast items are in the atrium. So if you have not done that and you would like to bring something for breakfast for next week, please sign up to do so. Um, and then also, we will be going to the nursing home next Sunday at 1030 after <laughs> Our worship service. So, if that's something that interests you as well, you're more than welcome to join us. A few prayer concerns to share with you this morning. Uh, we want to be remem- remembering Ronnie Smith. That's Crete Smith's husband. Um, he's having some procedures done, and so we just want to be in prayer for him. Uh, Bob Koval is at Westfield. And then, of course, we want to be praying for the Cameron Marshall family. Um, Cameron passed away earlier this week. Cameron is Jaden Marshall's father. Um, And so we just want to be remembering that family in a very special way. Uh, Visitation um, for that service or visitation will be from 1 to 2 on wednesday and the service will be at two o'clock and that's going to be at christian provision ministry Um, if you would like the address for that please come see Gary or i and we can get that to you would you pray with me now heavenly father we just come to you and we just want to offer ourselves up as we seek to worship you today god god we recognize that this is a Holy Day as we begin to enter into Holy Week and preparing our hearts and minds for what is to come. God, I pray that you be with us now and that you would just quiet all other thoughts that may be entering our mind and help us to focus only on you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God reigns, and on the throne he has power over all he has made. He has authority over all creation. He rules over his people. He even commands evil to run and hide. And from the throne, his eye is on his creation, past the majesty of the heavens and earth, past what human eyes can see, directly into our hearts. He sees, he knows, he understands, and because of his great love for us, he has granted us power over every earthly fear and doubt.
1: Take your hymnals and turn to 139 and join us as the children process down with palm branches. In fact, first verse, sit down so you can watch them, then we'll stand. dear most gracious heavenly father we give thanks for all your many many blessings dear lord we give thanks for your gift of salvation dear lord may we love you with all of our heart our soul our mind and strength dear lord now dear lord we ask that you accept and bless these tithes and these offerings to be used for thy will and service in jesus name we pray amen
0: Well, good morning. Miss Taylor does not like change. Can you notice? Can you tell? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that, guys. Um, Well, how's everybody doing today? Y'all good? Oh, good, good. Okay. Well, I have a piece of scripture that I want to read for you this morning, and you're going to hear it again when Pastor Gary reads it, Um, but this is from Mark chapter 11, and it says this, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming king, kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. So, this is Jesus entering into Jerusalem, and the people were waving palm branches and they were saying Hosanna and they were putting things on the ground as a way to honor Him coming into the town, right? Kind of like what you guys did when you walked down here and you were holding the palm branches. It was a way of showing that you're excited, that you're, you're happy about something, right? What is today in our church? Do you know what today is called? What is it called? Palm Sunday. That's right. And that's exactly what you guys did. You brought in the palms and we're representing that this is what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating that Jesus came into Jerusalem and that he is preparing to enter into a week that is known as Holy Week. That's something that we celebrate as Christian people because something important is about to happen here later in the week, right? What comes next Sunday? Easter, that's right. And what are we celebrating when we celebrate Easter? What do you think? The day, the day when Jesus died. On the, cross. the day when Jesus rose from the dead after dying on the cross. Absolutely. So, Pastor Gary was, was talking to me earlier and he was saying, you know, today is a day of joy. We're so excited and we're celebrating because Jesus is entering the city. But pretty soon, We're going to be sad because Jesus dies, but then guess what? We get to be happy again because he comes back to life, right? Okay, guys, I just want you to remember that this week as you um, are preparing to celebrate Easter and what is to come because we're so excited that we get to have Easter egg hunts and that we get to have a visit from the Easter bunny, but the best thing of all is that Jesus rose again. Okay? And that's what we're going to be celebrating next week, too. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for these children and for the visual that they showed us this morning, God, walking these palm branches into our sanctuary. God, we thank you that your son did enter into Jerusalem to prepare himself for what was to come. God, we just thank you for that blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: From Romans 8 God didn't spare his own son but handed him over to death for all of us so he will also give us everything along with him who will accuse those whom God has chosen God has approved of them who will condemn them Christ has died and more importantly he was brought back to life Christ has the highest position in heaven Christ also intercedes for us. What will separate us from the love Christ has for us? Can trouble, distress, persecution, hunger, nakedness, danger, or violent death separate us from His love? He could have called 10,000 angels.
2: Pray with me, (laughs) Heavenly Father. We stand on this Sunday with mixed emotions. We are mindful that it is a day of celebration. Mindful that Friday's coming. We want to join and sing Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, King of kings and Lord of lords. but we hear the faint cry that shall grow louder as this week progresses of crucify him heavenly father with such mixed emotions worship becomes a unique opportunity to be glad and sad all at the same time to celebrate with you coming to the very mission that was created before the foundations of the world were established. For your intent from the beginning was to redeem the unredeemed and to save those that were lost, even us. And so we celebrate your salvation today and we do cry, Hosanna. And we pull off our coats and lay them before you that you might have a king's entrance into the worship center today and on this palm sunday lord we know that friday's coming but thanks be to god we know sunday's coming too and so in the midst of this kind of moment lord we come as your people And we pray that you might receive our worship and transform us in it and through it. That we might live a victorious life even through the darkness of this week. That we might indeed come into the light on Resurrection Sunday. In Jesus' name we ask our prayer. Amen. thank you choir for our invitation there's one more anthem in fact the invitation will be offered during that final anthem this morning open with me in your Bibles to Luke's (laughs) gospel the 19th chapter you could probably also follow along in mark chapter 11 verses 1 through 9 or Matthew 21 verses 1 through 10 Or you could turn to John chapter 12 because this event is recorded in all four Gospels. A moment to remember. It's one of those significant things. It, It even has a Sunday named after it. We call it Palm Sunday probably would be well to call it the triumphant entry Sunday. The Sunday when we celebrate Christ making his final approach in the last week of his life to come to Jerusalem. You may remember from last Sunday one of the questions that Jesus asked after he set his face to do what he's now doing. He said, can a prophet die outside Jerusalem? And the answer was no. Our text begins in the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. We begin to read in the 28th verse, and we'll read through verse 40. If you're able, let me invite you to stand as a way of honoring the reading of this portion of God's holy word. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. And when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mount that is called Olivet, he sent two of his disciples saying, Go into the village in front of you where on entering you'll find a colt tied on which no one has ever yet sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you're untying it, you shall say this. The Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it just as he had told them. And as they were untying the coat, its owners said to them, Why are you untying the coat? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus. And throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. And as he was drawing near already on the way from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. May God add His blessing to the reading and the hearing of His word. Would you pray with me? Lord, give us clarity for a moment. Not that we might receive knowledge, although we need knowledge. Not that we might just listen, though we need to listen but indeed, God, that you might begin to change and transform our heart into your likeness. That's our prayer, and that's the power of worship when believers truly worship. Our prayer's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. Don't say it out loud. Let me repeat that. Don't say it out loud. One more time. Don't say it out loud. But if you know what the motto of the United States of America is, raise your hand. Raise it high. Don't be ashamed. Okay, everybody who's got their hand up, now say it out loud. God we trust. That's the motto of our nation. How many of you have ever been to a professional ball game, baseball game? Don't raise your hands. This is rhetorical. In the last, well, since 9-11, actually. And there's what they call the seventh inning stretch. You're familiar with that? And they sing the same song in every major league ballpark, to my knowledge, during the seventh inning. Inning stretch. What do they say? God bless America. I confused you. You didn't know whether you needed to talk or not talk then, did you? (laughs) In just a moment, I want us to understand that sometimes we can speak truth without understanding. And I think this is one of those prime examples in Scripture where people were speaking the truth, but they didn't understand what they were saying. Special moments. I've entitled the sermon, A Moment to Remember. It has become the craze, hasn't it, to create special moments. I remember when guys used to just ask Gals to marry them. Nay, nay, now. No, no, you can't just ask somebody to marry you, can you? It needs to be a major production worthy of YouTube and Facebook. It needs to be spectacular. Songs and and surprises and special things happening. Destination weddings, amazing gender reveals, graduation productions, anniversary cruises, surprise parties, we're all about creating special moments, but I would suggest to you, you can't create them, they just happen. Sometimes they happen in amazing ways. And sometimes they fill us with all kinds of emotions. (coughs) I held my mother in my arms when she passed away. I can tell you the side of the bed I was on when that moment occurred. It was holy and haunting at the exact same time. Special moments that we remember that are so ingrained into our very being that we'll never forget them. We'll never forget them. This was such a moment. There are so many in the gospel. Jesus' birth, I I read that during the The business meeting we began with this morning. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And then couple it with this praise. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. From our text today. Jesus life was bookend with praise. Just like this week. Today is that mixed moment of praise and fear. Of joy and disappointment. Of holy and haunting. A special moment. A special time. My prayer is our children will remember bringing these palm branches. I remember taking them down to Seagate Baptist Church in Wilmington and laying them at the altar. Well, when I started this sermon, I began to think, how, what do we do to make ourselves available to a special moment? Could, could today be a special moment? Could today be the day that something happens in our walk with God that we remember from now on? The first thing you have to do is observe. There, there's an observation. It says, "When he drew near to Bethphage of Bethany at the Mount called Olivet, he sent two disciples preparing the way." Jesus had walked into Jerusalem before in John's gospel on numerous occasions. The synoptics, not so often. Why would he today need the colt of a donkey? Well, there's a passage in Zechariah that said the Messiah would come on the colt of a donkey to fulfill that scripture. I couldn't help but think again of the bookends of Mary. We don't know for sure, but. Maybe she rode in on a donkey to Bethlehem. But now the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can you see it in your mind's eye? Can you observe what's happening? The people observed it. They were used to parades. They love parades. Do you like a parade? I hate parades, but that's just me, okay? You love me anyway. But, but you know where they came from? They came from the victory of kings and generals. And when the battle was over and the victory had been completed, they would enter the city because usually the battles were cities to cities, cities against cities, and they would come in and the people would line the street of the victorious city to welcome their general, their king who was victorious in battle. And no doubt that must have been what was going on in the minds of the people who were looking for a, a victory over Rome, who wanted Jerusalem to rise up to again reach the magnitude and the magnificence of King David's era. And so it was easy to get on board singing Hosanna. Hosanna. And holler about a king a victorious king coming they were looking for him are we looking for god i wonder if we started our morning with a prayer lord today may i encounter you in a very unique way today may you say something into my life into my family's life into my situation at work, into my situation at school, can you say something today that I just desperately need to hear? You see, the response of the people was more correct than their understanding. The response of the people gathered along the the street from Bethany to Jerusalem was, was exactly right, but they didn't understand it was exactly right. Maybe you've come to church today and you know what to say but somehow in your core it's not connected. And I would suggest that that even the disciples didn't understand. In fact, I, I'm not going to suggest that. I'm going to absolutely tell you that's true. And you know how I'm going to tell you that's true? Because in John's gospel, the 12th chapter, the 16th verse, we find these words. His disciples Did not understand these things at first. Talking about the entry of Christ into Jerusalem. But when Jesus was glorified. I need to park right here. When Jesus was glorified. Then they remembered that these things had been written about him. And had been done to him. I'm going to give you an amen opportunity right now. Are you ready? Until God is glorified in our lives, we won't understand. Until God is glorified in our lives, we won't understand. Until God is glorified, not sanitized, not understood, Until he is glorified, not marginalized, not rationalized, not organized, and God help us not secularized. But until he's glorified in our life, we won't understand what this holy moment is all about. And you can come and sit in this place and the Spirit of God float one quarter an inch above your head. And you won't experience it. We've got to be observant that we have come into this place. We have gathered in His name.
3: Why? Why? Why?
2: To worship Him. To glorify Him. Or we'll be like the disciples. We'll see it. We'll say the right thing. We'll say the words. We'll sing the songs. We'll bow our heads and close our eyes when we pray. We'll stand up when the Scripture is read. We'll say amen every now and then. But until we glorify Him, We'll sing, God bless America, and it'll have no meaning. We can quote the motto of this great nation, in God we trust, but until we glorify Him, it'll have no power. We've got to not only observe, but we've got to be obedient. We've got to obey what God has told us to do. I love these disciples. Jesus often gave them difficult assignments. Jesus often gives us difficult assignments. You know your family's an assignment from God. You know your workplace is an assignment from God. He told them to go. Now we know in some cases they, they ask, why Lord, why do you want us to do these weird things? But not this time. Luke and his can sink way just simply says he told him to go and he anticipated. I love that he anticipated what might happen when we're obedient. I want us to hear the word that Jesus gave. He said, Go and find that cold and untie it. You're going to find it a certain place. He must have given him more information than we got. We don't know. Did he make arrangements before? Did he see this man? Maybe somewhere else and say, I need the donkey. And the man said, okay. All we know is he told the disciples, he said, I want you to go to this place and I want you to get this donkey. When you find it, untie it and bring it. And if anybody says anything, I want you to give them one sentence and one sentence only. The Lord has need of it. The Lord has need of it. That's all all you want to say. That's all you need to say. The Lord has need of it. What does the Lord have need of? In our life this way what's the donkey that we need to give over to the Lord what is the word we need to do that we need to follow the directions what's he telling us to do he gave the disciples two disciples an assignment they went and they did it they brought it in and they helped create that special moment by their obedience and folks that's what i want us to understand if we want a moment to remember we're going to have to be obedient to god you can't glorify god and not be obedient amen you can't be in god's will and not be obedient amen you can't follow god's directions for your life and be disobedient it's impossible obedience is our norm and it is our call the disciples set an example for us We may not understand the how and the whys of what God asks us to do, but we're called on, and I'm going to call on us as God's people here in Deep River Community to trust God in everything. In a climate of skepticism, that can be hard to do. Reason is a special gift from God, but the devil can use it to attack our faith, and he has. But I want to ask you just one simple question. When folks come up and ask questions, hard questions, and I'm not trying to say be afraid of hard questions, but when people say, well, what about this in the Bible? Or what about this happened? Why did this happen this way? Well, why do some people interpret it this way? And and they ask you all those questions. Here's the question I want to ask you to ask them. Would God be God if we could figure him out? Would God be God if we understood everything there is about God? Would God be God if he was confined to Gary McCullough's mental abilities? God help us. If our God's no bigger than Gary McCullough's mind, we're all in trouble. Okay, we're all in trouble. But now let me point that to you. If you can't get your mind around God, just say amen. Praise the Lord. And what are you going to do? Glorify Him. Praise Him. Love Him. Enter into Him not by questions, but by faith. For it is by faith we are saved through His grace. And that brings me to my last moment this morning. When we find ourselves observant and obedient... It creates the opportunity for a special moment. I want you to look at two things that were going on. And you need to probably go read Mark 11 and Matthew 21 and John 12 and put it all together, the whole of the story. Because what you're going to find is not only were the disciples crying out, Hosanna, all the people. Well, that's not true. Not all the people. Most of the people, a lot of the people, maybe all the travelers that love a parade were tied in. But you saw what our text said, didn't you? There were some others there. There were the Pharisees there. And they complained. While the crowd was celebrating, some were complaining. And that leads us to choose. What will we do? I had mentioned this morning that I'm not interested in having one more member at Flat Springs Baptist Church. I didn't say it this way in the business meeting, but I'm going to say it this way now. And boy, if you stop listening right now, I'm going to be in trouble, but that's okay. I'm not interested in having one more person to put their name on the roll book at Flat Springs Baptist Church. But I am concerned for every person who lives on Deep River Road and on Womble Road and on Covert Road and on Farrell Road and you keep going out to all the strings that go out from that that aren't in the kingdom of Almighty God. And I want them in the kingdom of God. And God help us if we ever think our business is to grow the church. And we always need to understand our business is to grow the kingdom of Almighty God here in this place. That's our goal. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. By glorifying God. God help us when our committees and our organization gets in the way of us being the people of Almighty God. God, help us when we become so locked into our own world and our own way that we don't recognize it's not about having my name on Flat Springs roll book. It's my job to have my name on the Lamb's book of life for all eternity. Because if I live a long time, I can't be a member here much longer. But eternity is forever. And Jesus Christ entered in his power and in his glory into Jerusalem for this most difficult week that my name and your name might be recorded in the Lamb's book of life. It's an opportunity. Will we complain? Or will we celebrate? Will we glorify? Or will we do something else? Whatever we decide will be what makes it a moment to remember. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace. They reached all the way down to the Second Pew at Second Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee 50 years ago and saved a wretch like me. Heavenly Father, my prayer is we've glorified you today. I thank you for this choir. they have lifted your gift of the cross. And as they close now with singing of you again, may we make decisions. Lord, it's going to be a little awkward for us to walk down the aisle while we're not singing. But Lord, if you impress that upon us, the altar is going to be open. May we come to you. If we need to make a decision. If there's one here who doesn't know you in the pardon and forgiveness of sin. And today they have experienced your spirit in this place. As we're praying for them now. That today would be a day to remember. A moment to remember. Maybe there's someone here today who's lived a difficult week. Maybe we made some bad decisions Maybe we neglected to make the right decisions. Maybe we got caught up in the world and the world got caught up in us. But today, you have breathed fresh breath on us. And we might need to come to this altar to give you thanks, to confess, and to commit that we'll live in the blessed glorification of God of you as the lord of our life all the time you know the need of every heart you know every decision that should it be made it would affect the kingdom of you O god here on this earth may we make that decision in the holy name of jesus christ we pray amen our invitation is offered You are welcome to come. I would invite you to stand as our choir sings. Thank you. What a wonderful challenge for which we can leave now. Do be with us this Thursday night as we will celebrate on the night that our Lord instituted the Lord's Supper. (laughs) And we'll do a walking communion that night. Uh, I think a very powerful service. I hope you can be a part of that. Remember no activities this Wednesday. And then we begin at 645 on Easter Sunday in our cemetery with a sunrise service followed by breakfast and then a uh a faster service of sunday school and worship i promise i have us out of here by 12 sunday i i promise you we'll be out way before then. i hope that you'll remember we're planning to be at the nursing home at 10:30 to share with them a wonderful opportunity on the holiest day of the year to share with folks who might need the power and the love of the resurrection in a special way. And now as we leave this place, may we do so in God's peace and in His power and in His abiding presence that we might be His people in the midst of all His people. Would you pray with me? It has been good to be in your house, O Lord. It is good that you have created a moment for us. A time, a touchstone, a place where we can make decisions that will influence all the other decisions that we must make. Go with us from this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.